Hey everyone, welcome to the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT show. We got a good one for you today. Yes, that's right. Benzinga attended VCon 2022. Myself and Money Mitch from Benzinga were there. We got some interviews done. We got some exclusives. We heard all about the growth of the NFT market. We're happy to share some of those details today. We'll also be releasing some video interviews over the next couple of weeks with some top projects in the space that you definitely don't want to miss, but we'll talk more about that later. I'll also be breaking down the top news and headlines from around the NFT world, so don't go anywhere. This is The Roadmap. All right, everyone. As I said, this is the roadmap. Before we get started, I want to give a shout out. Today's episode is sponsored by FTX US, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs, no transaction or withdrawal fees. And you can use your phone or computer. And the FTX US trading platform offers NFT trading on both the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees. You can find out more by clicking on the link in the description below and also pinned to the chat. So check out FTX. Let them know Benzinga sent you their way and uh, see what they are all about. Well, let's see. Before we get into uh, to VCon here, just want to take a quick look at the, the market. Um, so looking at uh, the top 10 NFTs over the last week, um, we have uh, this data provided by CryptoSlam. It's something we like to look at here every week on the show. So first for the week, Other Deed. Other Deed by Other Side, of course, the land from Yuga Labs. Now, the reason this was number one was actually that the claim on the land ended uh, this weekend. So that was the last chance for Bored Ape and Mutant Ape Yacht Club owners to be able to claim that land. So no surprise that this saw a jump in that transaction volume. Also, Bored Ape coming in at number two. And down there at number 11, you can see Bored Ape Chemistry Club. Uh, That's not usually in the top 20 here. That, of course, is those serums that are used to transform a board ape into a mutant ape. And the reason that was so high was because people were taking that serum, getting their mutant ape, and then claiming that land again with that deadline fast approaching. Um, also, towards the top of the list, we had uh, a couple new guys, right? We had Chimpers coming in at third place, Goblin Town at fifth place, Moonbirds Oddities, which was an airdrop to Moonbirds holders, coming in at sixth place. So in the top 10, you know, three brand new projects. That's something that we haven't seen for a couple of weeks. OK Bears on Solana coming in at seventh place. Um, so rare. Also jumping into the top 10. That's been kind of a, a 10 to 20 position mover. Um, and then also have to give a shout out to NBA Top Shot, which ranked in 18th place. For the week, but more importantly, NBA Top Shot passed $1 billion in all-time sales volume 
becoming only the sixth NFT collection to hit that milestone. So joining the likes of Axie Infinity, CryptoPunks, Board Ape Yacht Club, Mutant Ape Yacht Club, and Art Blocks. So there now have been six collections to hit that milestone. Uh, quite impressive, uh, if I didn't say so myself. Um, that is a huge, huge milestone that we have been eagerly anticipating NBA Top Shot to hit. And, you know, once again, echoing what we have said so many times on this show, and I'll say it again after listening at VCon, NBA Top Shot helped get a lot of people into the NFT space for the first time. It was that gateway, that introduction, myself, several founders of different collections, um, but just a, a huge milestone that they hit. Um, so as I said, I mean, that other deed land claim is over. Um, that was one of the big events of the week. I am curious to see now if we get some stability in the prices, um, you know, of other deed, of Board Ape, of Mutant Ape, because now we don't have another event from Yuga Labs that we know of um, coming, you know, in the near term, right? Now everything turns to, you know, when is it going to be, um, you know, the the land, right? When are we going to get the game? And there is a beta coming soon. Um, but yeah, and, and then also this list, Chimpers, Goblin Town, um, you know, jumping into the top 10 in their first week of release. And Goblin Town's a fun one. I know we're going to be talking about that later this week um, with Brian. I believe he, he was able to get a Goblin Town. I didn't because I was at VCon, totally missed out, wasn't paying attention to the news like I should have been. Um, but they are... Very interesting. Um, and yeah, it looks like if, if Alyssa pulls it up here, they they are they are out there, right? They are pretty sweet looking. Um, and they have no Discord, no roadmap, uh, not a lot of known information, which uh, brings some uh, mystery. Alyssa, what do you think of the, the goblets? All the old mute trick. I think they're really cool. Okay. Um, so from what Brian told me, which I had no idea because I was paying attention to other things, but like literally no one knows who they the creators are. And like whenever they go on spaces, it's just gibberish. <laughs> like they're not actually talking. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, I haven't I haven't experienced that yet, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I, I saw a bunch of, of, you know, random info out there, Alyssa, like people saying that, you know, it was actually like Yuga Labs people that like created it and they were like trying to connect the dots. And it just, I, I saw that like Budweiser and a couple of other companies, right, put out these tweets with the the font that they use, yeah. um, which I believe you did from Benzinga as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's very, uh, very cool. And uh, yes. it just, we haven't seen this in a while though, right? Yeah, <laughs> turn on the AC. Um, so Alyssa, did you know about this before uh, Brian told you or no? No, I I only noticed it because Brian changed his profile picture and started tweeting and you were about like, what it. is this? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I saw it all over Twitter too. Like, who are these people? Where did it come from? Yeah. I mean, it really kind of took the, the web by storm. And I mean, you can see it. Everyone's having fun with it. Um, 
uh, again, total DGen play, right? Uh, there's yeah, no I, roadmap, no Discord. Yeah, you don't really know what's going to happen. No. So, but you, what do we have got? You, have you been on their website? I have not. Oh, this it's is really, my first time. They got like music going and every, I don't know. It's really cool. Like, I think they know what they're doing. Yeah, I think so too. I think this is someone, I think it's someone who uh, has been in the space for a while. Um, I, I don't think this is, uh, you know, someone from outside. I think this is someone who has experience running another project, um, or as an influencer or something, because this is, this is too well done. The, the way they launched it, the mystery behind it, the fact that we're seeing a ton of people get into it, it's getting a ton of attention. Um, I mean, floor price of 0.585 now, I I remember seeing it at like 0.2. And totally wish I would have gotten in then, but uh, I, I could see this uh, actually, uh, you know, not financial advice uh, going uh, much, much higher. And especially once we get some details, right? That's the other thing is anyone on the sidelines, right, Alyssa, that maybe doesn't want to pull the trigger, I think they'd be willing to pay a little bit more once we get detail. Oh, they even got the Snoop <laughs> Gary. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's Gary. That's supposed to be Gary in that picture, I think, with Snoop. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Once, once more information comes out and like a roadmap or anything, really, I think more people are going to be on this project. Yeah, Uh, Alyssa. Anything else in the the top ten jump out to you or any of those names? Um. No, I actually don't know what Chimpers is. Chimpers is a pix- pixel art um, monkeys, as you can imagine. Uh, yeah. But I think they hit 2.4 um, floor, and I believe this was like a 0. 0.08 uh, to mint. So quite a return. Um, it's only 5,555, right? So instead of 10,000. Uh, so a smaller collection, which I think definitely helped them too. But if you scroll down, we'll see this pixel style. Um, I mean, it's right in line with a lot of the pixel projects we've seen, right? And, and again, obviously monkeys, a lot of people know them well in the NFT space, thanks to CyberKongs, Bored Apes, and others. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I had no idea. And I see a lot of anime references. So people, yep. love, people love chimps, monkeys, apes, and anime. Combine them, boom, and pixels. (laughs) Definitely. And 108,000 followers they have on Twitter. um, And they have like over 100 uh, followers in common with me, which means a ton of people in the NFT space uh, follow them. So they definitely uh, have people interested. And I don't know a ton about their roadmap. And again, at 2.4, I probably missed the boat. This was another one that minted while I was gone. Um. (laughs) But definitely interesting. So what do you think, uh, scrolling through here, Alyssa, anything to call out from the, the website? I I like their style. Yeah. I do. Um, yeah, I like their style. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the, art, yeah. the art's great. Because Pixel Projects, I mean, we it, it's hit or miss, right? I mean, yeah. even going back to CryptoPunks, right? CryptoPunks is an OG. But, like, to me... I'd rather have something like this that's more defined uh, pixel art, right? And yeah. it's got more in the body, right? More to display as your PFP. And I have seen it pop up as uh, some PFPs on Twitter. 
um, from a lot of people. So I, I think that's a good sign as well. Okay, is this going to be a, a game or like a whole? Looks like a, a game. Hold on. There's Josh Ong's. Um, oh, is Josh right affiliated with it? I that don't know. Be. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he's an advisor. So did a an ape holder create this? Like me, me wonder. Follow I would. Me. I would guess. <laughs> oh, this is cool. Okay, quests episode one. Is this their roadmap? Oh. Yeah. See, it looks so cool. 2.4, but that this this has a lot. I don't know. This this one might be headed higher too. Yeah. Like this alone, this is really cool. That is Josh Ong. I bet you he's yeah. on this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, this this is sweet. Um, I like the gamification. I like the art. I like what's being said on the roadmap, but there's still some mystery there, right? So not over-promising, um, which is always a, a positive thing too. So yeah, I, I'm intrigued by it. And uh, another one that uh, I uh, wished I wouldn't have missed out on. But yeah, I mean, we got a lot of people here watching. Again, I uh, got to give a, a shout out here to our chat, our viewers, anyone listening to the podcast after. But if you're here live, go ahead and smash that like um, and let us know in the chat that you're here, right? Let us know what state or what country you're tuning in from. And also let us know if there's anyone watching today that attended VCon. Um, we would love to hear from you and ask some questions about it because we're going to be talking all about VCon coming up uh Alyssa, the other last piece of news i had here that i saw happen again uh yesterday ebay right the one of the leading auction and marketplace sites out there uh they announced uh their full intent in the nft space right so they partnered with one of which is a green nft platform for music sports and lifestyle so with them, they are going to launch several partnered NFT collections. So we're talking uh, athletes from Sports Illustrated covers. Um, Wayne Gretzky, a hockey legend, was the first collection they launched. Um, $10 was the, the minimum price, right? And then it went up from there with different rarities. So kind of uh, another way to bring people into the NFT space that maybe aren't already in. Uh, Alyssa, what do you think of this? Uh, you know, I've used eBay over the years to buy and sell stuff, and now they're jumping into NFTs. Is that another bullish sign here? Yes, I think so. Because eBay started off as like the auction place, the place to go to auction off your stuff. And I mean, it still is, but what? Being able to what, sell your NFTs there? Is that what? Yeah, I think it's going to be more of like their exclusive NFTs, though. Like, I think okay. that's the big draw because I, I don't think we're talking like you know go go auction your board ape right. quite yet. I mean, maybe down right. the road, right? Is I mean, that, see. it'd be kind of cool to see that down the road. But it would be yeah. cool to see that and see those bids coming in at the last yeah. the last minute. Yeah, right? those bid wars are fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, we could definitely um, see some bid wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually I'm curious to see what NFTs eBay can dish out for us. 
Yeah, you know? I, I think it's going to be one of those where they're going to start slow. They're going to partner with some of these, these, like I said, these sports and music, maybe your athletes, your celebrities, oh, yeah, maybe yeah. do some collections. But I yeah. think down the road, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we start to see some some auctions. And I mean, look at, we saw Christie's, we saw uh, Sotheby's, you know, do some big board ape auctions, yeah. like live, right? eBay's very digital native. And that's something with NFTs, right? It's digital. So what better way to, you know, do some of these bigger NFT auctions like Bored Apes and CryptoPunks mm -hmm. than to do a big partnership with eBay? I mean, I think that would be fun. I could see us doing, you know, a, a YouTube video or a, a Twitch stream or someone hosting a Twitter spaces where you're literally just watching the, the final 30 minutes, right, of an auction and seeing those bids come in. I mean, I remember that bidding on stuff and you like wait till the last minute and you like can set your max price. But then as soon as someone beats it, you got to put in a higher one. I mean, that, that'd be fun. Yeah, it would be, I would I would tune into that live stream or yeah, we, we, we would have to cover that. Like, that yes. would be fun. Yes. <laughs> the, the one thing I don't know which could be maybe delaying that is I don't think eBay accepts crypto um, as a payment at all right now. And I don't yeah. think that was in their press release yesterday um, about these NFTs. I think it was all USD. Um, so with that being said, I feel like you probably would have some pushback and wouldn't quite see the NFT community get behind it if you can't bid on this stuff with, with ETH, right? What do you, yeah. what do you think of that? Yeah, I agree. Um, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I think at this point, it's one of those, like, again, like Top Shot, right? Where you don't have to worry about, like, gas fees. You don't have to worry about, you know, some of the, like, wallet, some of that stuff. So I think it's more of, like, a, a new platform to bring people into the space. I mean, probably get them addicted, right? Which is what happened to me, right? You buy some Top Shots and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, I, I can do this on a different platform too. And there's more expensive ones. Sure. I'll, I'll join. Um, but yeah. Oh, and shout out to the chat. We got a couple people uh, letting us know they're here. So we got Houston, Texas, and we got India. Someone from hey. India watching. Uh, shout out to you guys. And again, yeah. Uh, let us know in the chat where you guys are from. And if you attended VCon, um, we'll be talking about that here real soon. Um, Alyssa, was there anything else you saw NFTs uh, this weekend that I may have missed while I was gone? I'll be real with you. No, no. I was taking a little mini vacation, so I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. And, you know, I I didn't see a ton again. And, you know, there yeah. was a lot of us at, at VCon, um, you know, and a lot of the, the different collections. We got California in the house now, too. Hey, Ron, what's going on? Um, I mean... I, I know we got more shows this week to cover. I definitely want to hit, um, you know, goblins with Brian um, if he's able to come on. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so exciting. And, you know, again, the price of Ethereum has come down. Mm -hmm. NFTs have kind of dropped in, you know, price, dropped in interest a little bit. Um, but I definitely didn't see that after attending uh, VCon. So uh, New Zealand in the house too. What's going on, Sam? Um, all right, Alyssa. It looks like Mitch is ready to go. So I think without further ado, I'm going to bring on the one and only Money Mitch. Me and him will chat for a while. And then Alyssa, if you want to join uh, and ask us questions about VCon at the end, we would love to have you. Uh, 
All right, guys. We've got to smash that like out there. Uh, we've got to get some more comments going because I am bringing on Money Mitch to the stream, and he's ready to talk about VCon, where we had the time of our lives. Florida in the house, to Seattle, Washington in the house. Uh, yeah. All right. Mitch, what's going on, what's brother? Up? What's up, guys? Uh, joining you on the road here, but uh, <laughs> it's good to be, you know, on the road and the road map, right? I mean, you, goes you hand said in hand. it. You said it. Um, well, Mitch, it, it's great to have you on the show. And, you know, you and I have talked a lot about NFTs, you know, over the months. Uh, VCon yeah. 2022. I mean, what's your like overall takeaway from someone who's maybe not as heavy in the NFT space? Uh, wh what do you what do you go home with now? What's your thoughts on NFTs now and for the long term after that event? Yeah, you know, first things first is, I mean, I, I tried and you know this, Chris, I've tried to be very slowly put myself into this space because I think that, you know, one of the things is we need to be educated. That's why I love watching your show. I get a lot of education from the roadmap here. Um, but going to VCon was just that experience itself, right? Getting that education, hearing directly from founders of projects and realizing how deep they are into this. It's not like they're you know, just touching the surface and they're trying to figure out maybe, well, this is just like a PFP and, you know, you're just going to forget about it after this. No, there's there's real utility trying to be coming and used out of this. Um, I, I know that we watched uh, so many panels, but like one that just comes to mind, um, the gaming panel. And yeah. I know gaming is just like, if you don't think NFTs are coming for gaming, I mean... <laughs> Uh, I just don't think you probably played any video game probably ever in your life because yeah. there's always been ways to get customization, right, into your video games, right? There's always been ways for you to buy skins, buy weapons, whatever it may be. But what we all like is we like to have some exclusivity in a world that everybody can take part in, right? I mean, I think that's what it's all about is that we want to feel like individuals but we also want to be part of a community. And I think that's really where NFTs come into play. And that's what you're seeing out there. You're seeing the community based kind of ecosystem that can go ahead and give you the exclusivity that I think everyone's searching for. So, yeah, I, that gaming panel, it blew me away. And, you know, hearing like Elu, right, co-founder of Cool Cats say, you know, hey, I played, I played, I played games, right? And that's where we made connections, right? We all got together to go, you know, uh, do missions together, right? That was the metaverse before there was a metaverse, right? We already had it with, with video games. That was before we had discords, right? You played video games, you talked to each other, you formed these little communities. It already happened. And the gaming space is going to be blown away by NFTs. And a lot of these video game companies, though, Mitch, are, are kind of slow to adopt. And a lot of hardcore video gamers don't seem to want NFTs to come into the space. How do these companies kind of balance that line? I mean, ultimately, aren't they just going to be missing out if they don't jump on NFTs now? And some of these NFT gaming companies get a hold of gamers and fans? Definitely. I mean, when we talk about 
the NFT world, I think, and especially in gaming, um, you know, it's all about IP, right? Um, and what the at least the legacy gamers still have in their favor is that they do have some really good IPs, right? I mean, let's just be honest, they do have the best games that are out there right now. But the question is here, and I think, you know, the, the, that might be why you're seeing EA shop itself a little bit there. Yeah, out there. yeah, that rumor, um, huh? Yeah, I've been seeing those rumors. And I mean, you saw how Activision went. And I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that they're going to start seeing their margins instead of being like this, slowly but surely go down to this. And why is this being done is because the margins are going back to the people. Yeah. And I think that's what matters. The gamers are going to be able to go ahead and monetize the games. Creators that, I mean, you see them on Twitch. They, yeah. they bring more attention to these video games than I would say even the actual makers themselves. Yeah. So I think that's what you're seeing. And for these big bigger video game companies to stay out of this space, nah, no chance. Um, but they're definitely late to the party. The big thing I think here is going to be how does how do really we get to a point where it's not just spending money in a game. Yeah. It's also making money, right? Because it's not just about spending because that spending is spending, right? It goes to a bank. But what I think really what we need to see is going to be these first games that come out that really we're seeing people make some money, right? Because I mean, that's what everyone's looking for, is how to monetize the NFT experience. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Alyssa, you know, you, you play games, I, I know that. Uh, one of the arguments that I've heard that like really convinced me on NFTs in the gaming market is skins, right? Like look at games like, like Fortnite. People are willing to, you know, shell out 20 bucks at a time on a skin you know, G Money, when he came on uh, Moon or Bust, I remember hearing him say that's what made him buy a CryptoPunk. That's what made him get into NFTs was the fact that people will spend money on these skins. So Mitch and I watched this panel and that was one of the, one of the discussions, though, was these video game companies all want to sell their own skins, right, to their own users and keep them in their game. What happens when a company can finally make a skin you pay 20 bucks for it and you can use it in every single game. Is that like the, where we need to go to really get NFT gaming to catch on? I think yes, because um, back when I played World of Warcraft, I would buy mounts, like the special mounts because they're cool. And like, I could only use it in World of Warcraft, but if I could like right now take it and like t put it into like Decentraland or yeah. something, how cool as that a little be? something. Yeah, I don't know. Like if, if you buy it in the game, you can maybe get like a little something else to go in your NFT, like an NFT version of it, maybe. Like, I don't know, anything, that'd be cool. And same with the skins, like yeah. Overwatch and um, Fortnite. I don't play Fortnite, but you get attached to the skins you buy yep. and you want to look cool. And if that can like go over into other things, I think people would buy more. I would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, otherwise just... like you lose it. Like what happens when yeah. you stop playing the game, right? It's, you, you, it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Like no, literally gone. Like, uh, or what if a new game comes out of that game? 
the next yeah. thing you know that it's gone right yeah um i think one of the things that you clearly see in this space that they're doing is we see it now right games that go on ps3 computers and xbox right how well did that do i mean we all know i mean it, it's 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 an amazing experience to not have to be like oh well chris you have a playstation 3 so i can't play with you man yeah I exactly. think that you're seeing you're seeing the first steps of that that ability of being into multiple games, and that's just in the same game and multiple platforms, right? Well, what if you could be in that multiple games though? You know what I mean? With that same kind of ability, I think that's really what we're all looking for because then it becomes truly an ecosystem of video games versus just I'm in one game. No, I'm in a a metaverse have you have you ever watched i'm sure you have ready player one i imagine yeah, it like I read, that i read i read I'm, that book i love that those, that's I love i'll that. steal those glasses off y'all yeah. i don't know that <laughs> don't, don't come around me with those glasses no i i love that i read that book i watched that movie opening weekend i i love that story mm, so that's what i imagine yeah. this whole thing to be yeah. like that's where we're future. going yep. yeah let, let's, um, let's be honest that movie was made to desensitize us to the exactly yeah. it was, a, it was a, a test a test to see if people could handle it uh mitch i want to go back to like the opening keynote from from gary v right at vcon so Alyssa knows this word so well because we talk about it with all these founders of these projects right it's the big c word community right so if you're building a nft collection if you're trying to grow it you have to connect with your community. I think at VCon, we really saw community in full force, right? Because Gary could have done this conference where it was just V friends, right? And V friend holders got to go. He only talked about V friends. He only displayed V friends. But instead, he brought along all these other NFT collections to, to share with him. They all did panels. They all you know got to do interactions with their guests. Also, Mitch, I'll say that we met some of the nicest people in a football stadium I've ever met. I've been to football stadiums before for football <laughs> games. It was nothing like that, right? You didn't have your drunk fans. No. You didn't have your people pushing and shoving. You had a lot of thank yous, please, excuse me, sorry. Oh, hey, how are you? Where are you from? Right? Talk about some of those interactions at VCon and how community was in uh, full force there. Yeah, perfect. I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, Chris and I were going uh, down the stairs after hearing a speaker, and I just walked by somebody that had a really cool hat on. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, uh, there's there's very few hats that will get my attention to the point where I'll make a comment to you. But that's it, it what it's like all that. about. Hey, my boy got the swaggy sea line. That's exactly the hat. And so someone walked by and, and I had to say it, you know, and that's what I think VCon's really all about is the connections that you can make there and the people that were there. You can just feel that they were just trying to not only get education, but grow out of it themselves. So we're going down the stairs and I just yell, I'm like, I had to say it. I was like, man, that's a really cool hat. Where do you get that hat? And she's like, you know what? I got you. Stay right here. Then the guy just comes up and next thing you know, I'm getting a free hat. And it's really all necessarily based on building the community for that project. And I think that's the, what we all love. Like I, I haven't said it like uh, my wife asked me and she was like, man, you're such a little kid when it comes to these things. And I'm like, hey, 
if you give me some free swag and you yep. give me that real that real vibe that I can attach myself with the founders of the yep. group, that's what I'm looking for. I think we all just want to be around people that we can have some community feeling, share that love, share that passion, and keep trying to grow together, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mitch, uh, a big topic at VCon, um, you know, we heard Pharrell speak, we heard Snoop Dogg speak, and, and I'll let um, Alyssa chime in here too. Music NFTs is this hot topic, but we're still kind of early to it, right? Um, Mitch, after hearing Pharrell and Snoop talk about, you know, maybe not being tied down to a record label, being able to do things on your own, do you think we can do that where we can get to the point where maybe there aren't those major record labels anymore and musicians can connect with their community and sell tracks and albums on their own as NFTs? Or are we talking that's like decades away? Yeah, I think it's a, a major source of what you're going to see in the future to come. I mean, let's just be honest. Artists have been getting their money robbed from them right underneath their feet for now, I think like close to 30 years, um, especially once the internet started coming out. I mean, we all know about Napster. We all know about Kazaa and all that. That changed the whole in ecosystem and environment for artists and, and especially uh, musicians, you know? And so from that point, I mean, even like movies, like even the movies, right? Even movies themselves, like I think the money is gonna start going back to the people that it should have gone to instead of the studios, the production studios, instead of the record labels, it's going to go back to the actual creator. And I think those are the people that need to be getting the revenue so that they can go ahead and what? Give back to their community and trying to give back more value. And I think that's what you're seeing now, um, and especially in that Snoop panel, you saw more and more uh, conversations of how can we get, get a little bit more because now we're cutting somebody out and being yeah. able to go ahead and give back. I think that's the important part here is how can artists give us more? How can they give us a community really feeling? I mean, sometimes like, you know, like I'm a big stick figure fan. I like a lot of reggae, but I would love to be able to spend more time with those types of people. When yep. I go to those events, that's who I meet. Those are the type of people that I really get along with. And I want to be able to hang out with these people. Maybe even it's just like in a metaverse and I'm just chilling and yeah. stick figure tunes are just playing consistently and we're getting custom tracks that don't get released everywhere else. And and all you're doing is just hanging out in a metaverse. I, I know I listen to music all the time and you know, everyone has AirPods nowadays. Yep. Um, so you can be in these spaces anywhere. So I, I think it's a, a really big thing for artists to get back the money that they deserve. Yeah, and so Alyssa, on the roadmap, we've had on like uh, Dill, right? Famous Dill, we had on Tropics. Uh, they've sold some tracks as NFTs, right? But they're smaller musicians. What does an event like VCon with people like Pharrell and Snoop Dogg saying, hey, we're going to release tracks and albums as NFTs, does that kind of help out these small musicians, small musicians then with catching on with the NFT space? What do you think of that? I think it does because um, it just brings more light to the whole thing. And um, I don't think a lot of people really realize that you can do NFT music. And I kind of get messages every now and then from like people I graduated with. They'll message me because they became like rappers, you know, and they're like, 
wait, I can do an NFT with my songs right now? And I'm like, dude, yeah, you can. <laughs> it's actually pretty simple. And yeah. they're like, bro, really? <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just, I think Snoop and all of them hopping on this and actually releasing it as NFT brings light to all these artists. And it's really cool. And it, it helps them. Like, I agree with everything Mitch just said. Like, it helps the artists and yeah. it brings money to their pockets instead of whoever record, like, deal they sign. You know, it's just nice. And I think this is why the community is so nice and, like, hu like humble and yep. generous because the artists are happy. They have money in their pockets, which they're now distributing back to the holders of their projects and the, not even just the holders like people are interested in their project you know it's cool <laughs> yeah uh all right so that was music i want to talk about uh tv and like movies a little bit so uh mitch and i saw for the first time ever a trailer from uh seth green so seth green well-known actor uh you know writer producer he put out a trailer for a show that he's working on that has live action people and NFT characters in it. So he owns a board ape. His board ape is in the show. He voices the character. Um, Mitch, what are your thoughts on like that trailer? And is this where we're headed? Kind of that, uh, I, I forgot who said it. Uh, maybe it was Gary V uh, saying the Roger Rabbit style of having animation and live action through nfts together in one show what what did you think of that literally taking the words from me roger rabbit roger rabbit I, I mean at the end of the day if you didn't if you never saw that i mean i was blown away by it back then yep. let alone now i mean this is what this is what we're looking for right i think what what we really like is that when we get a little bit of mix of reality and digital we can actually like our minds itself kind of gets to a point where we you stop paying attention as it digitally and it almost becomes real to you right because i think that's the important part by mixing it up there is that you're literally visually you're seeing things that are in reality but at the same time you're seeing a mix so it becomes mixed reality almost and that mixed reality i think it's it's easier than fully animated um, that's going to give us an ability to feel like we're like kind of verging on over into the real world with the digital assets. Yeah. What do you think about this, Alyssa? Alyssa, did you ever see Roger Rabbit? I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. I watched so it good. as a kid. I, I loved it. So Yeah. No, I like seeing that the whole um, real life mixed with the animation it's just yeah. nice it's so nice <laughs> it makes you feel a type of way <laughs> it does it does yeah and i i think that's a good way to bring nfts into the the entertainment space right eventually we're gonna have shows movies where it's all nfts right in the in the show but maybe we can bridge the gap a little bit by having a show like that right from seth green where it's some nfts and some real people some real actors right and again, I mean, it showed like Gary V in it. So like, there's going to be some names in it, which will help bring an audience. Um, so on that note, so like that brings us to like these IP rights with NFTs, right? So like Seth Green owns a board eight. 
he's able to use that board ape and do whatever he wants with it. One of the things Mitch and I heard was Snoop Dogg, right, who bought a board ape because his son explained it to him what it was. But one of the things he said, I don't remember the exact quote, it's in a notebook somewhere, but he said after he bought this board ape, uh, like, what do I get to do with this monkey? It's just chilling there. Like, can I do something with it? And his son said, yeah, you own it now. You can do whatever you want. And he said, oh, shit. Seriously? I'm going to make an ice cream store. I'm going to make a show. I'm going to do everything. And I'm going to grow this as my brand. So Snoop Dogg's ape, Dr. Bombay, he had, you know, a shirt, a hat with this character's name. And Swag. he's, he's going to IP the shit out of that. So... Uh, Alyssa, what do you think of that? All these projects we've had on where they give IP rights to their holders, these celebrities actually taking those NFTs and making brands themselves, I mean, that's got to bring more people into NFTs to see that they can monetize their assets, right? Um, yes. Um, I think a lot of people forget that they can do that in the first place. And there's there's a lot of creative people out there. And like, if you can get a picture of an ape, kind of writes a little story for you it 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 gives me a lot of ideas when i look at a picture with an ape or anything like my my fang gang i can write a story on it right now like the yeah. way the way it looks and it's just <laughs> a lot yeah that, that's what it's about I, i'm yeah. over here like uh who has an ape give me a call <laughs> because i'm ready to go ahead and do this myself man yeah. i could I'll get it going. And that's really what it's all about, too. Maybe maybe you don't have the eight, but you know somebody that does. You license. Yeah. Boom. Let's start yep. working together. together. What can there I do go. to be a part of your team yep. to get you to to go ahead and, and use this IP, right? Yeah. Because maybe it's that you have an ape and you're like, you know what? I'm not really that kind of a creative guy. That's just not me. But I did get the ape early, so I do have a lot of money. So how do I use this now? I don't want to sell because I want to keep it. I want to, I want to have it in my family. Look for teams. And that's yeah. really what I learned. That's probably the biggest thing that I've learned from Econ is there's nothing like having a good team. There's nothing like it. It, it, it really, it really makes it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so Alyssa, we've talked to G-Funk before uh, from Pixel on the show, right? So while he was there, one of the big news items that he talked about um, was that Pixel Vault signed a deal with the same studio that makes Love, Death, and Robots for Netflix. I don't know if you've watched that show yet. I recently started watching it. Um, but I'm excited to see Pixel Vault and Punk's Comics uh, turned into a show. Um, so that was pretty exciting to hear. Uh, have you ever watched that, Alyssa? No, I'm actually looking at it right G-Funk said, said it's amazing. I've watched some. I, I think I feel like it's in that like anime, animation, mm. dark comedy style. Uh, I, I feel like you'd like it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll report back either tomorrow or to Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> add it to the queue. You'll, you'll probably binge it tonight. Um, but uh, on that note, with some of these projects, um, uh, Alyssa, if you want to get the uh, the Supducks uh, tweet that I shared ready here. So, I, I mean, 
like my kids, right? They're, they're younger. They don't fully know what NFTs are, but what they see when they look at these images, right, is characters that they connect with, right? And characters that could become TV shows, right? So I brought home these Supduck stickers. Shout out Frankie, um, who we who we got to interview. That'll be coming out soon. But uh, Supducks, I got stickers, and my oldest immediately started then drawing Supducks, right? So he traced one of the stickers. Then we went to the website, and he started drawing more. He is in love with these. And he asked me, is there going to be a Supduck show? And I'm like, yes, they're working he on a cartoon. Yeah, like, look at that. Like, he loves it. And next up, he's going to start drawing cool cats, right? We like the cats. Um, and Robotos, right? We talked to Pablo before, turning it into a show. Toy Boogers, turning it into a show. So, like, Alyssa, what do you think of this? Like, these projects we've talked to that say they're going to do a show, like, they have an audience already with these kids. Like, that's got to at least kind of get them to where they're going, right? That's why everyone's saying we're we're still so early because the younger generation is growing up with this. That's mm-hmm. cool. I didn't know yeah. your kids did this. <laughs> yeah. Mitch, what do you think of that? We talked to Frankie, Subducks. We talked to Cool Cats. These shows are coming, right? Y- you've seen the entertainment industry over the years. Like, can we actually get cartoons and shows with these NFT characters? And do you think that the mainstream outside of the NFT space can interact and you know love these characters like the nft space will i definitely think so i mean at the end of the day i think um and i think some of these projects you know some of the first focus probably was more like let's say adults because let's just be honest who has who's a kid that has a couple ethereum just laying around (laughs) um and so with that being said i think that you could start a project that was intended for adults, but really where it takes off is the kids. Because let's just be honest, it's the kids that will probably binge and binge on this type of content. And I think that's really where you're gonna start seeing some of these projects lean towards is the focus of how can we make our projects really children inclusive? How can we focus on that end? How could we maybe give nfts away to children right because that that could be a way that it could be maybe there's an age limit for a certain project or something could yeah. that be something that could help it out um but definitely i mean sup 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 that's all sup, I sup, sup, sup. <laughs> uh mitch how about uh a, a couple of the panels there were heavy on the athlete side right we watched a panel um that had lisa leslie and baron davis we watched a panel that had baron davis ricky williams and chuck liddell and they talked about how athletes could get away from just having to work with the league or their team and doing like nfts on their own and it being a way to connect with their fans right so uh and you actually got to meet lisa leslie she was she was super nice right it was really cool to hear her speak what do you think yeah. of the athlete side of the NFT space? I think this is the interesting side. I mean, uh, I'm really interested to see how Vayner Sports is going to take it to the next level. Um, and there is a lot of athletes that you can tell there, um, even Chuck Liddell, like what he said. He's like, I'm not coming out with a project right now, but yeah. damn sure I'm learning about this. And I'm 
just trying to figure out how do I really bring it into my brand, you know what I mean? And I think the important part here is athletes have always tried to connect with their fans, right? Let's just be, let's just be honest. Like that's been one of the ways, but athletes have always struggled because they go through a league or a medium um, to try to actually get you to understand who they are. And I think that what you're going to start seeing more and more in sports is understanding how these athletes live on a daily basis, right? And, and what do they do? What do they stand for? Um, what kind of clothing they want to be rocking? Um, you're going to start seeing more and more um, design kind of styling so that you can be like the athlete, right? I think a lot of the times um, there are biggest heroes. I mean, growing up, at least for me, watching a lot of sports, um, that's how it was for me. Growing up, I, I wanted to be like these athletes. And I think one of the easiest ways that we can do it is trying to get a piece of that athlete. And so with this being said, they control their IP, right? A lot of the times and, and with this, like even like college athletes. So one of the things that you might start seeing is a way to support athletes to where if their value goes up, maybe it returns to you. I think that this could be a really big way that they could bring into NFTs. Maybe it's contracts included, you know what I mean? Maybe they're giving like a certain amount of NFTs for LeBron James, right? Yep. 10,000, right? I don't know about you guys, but I think there's gonna be a battle for those LeBron James NFTs. And what if, if his value went up, he got paid more yep. and was able to pay like a dividend to his NFT owners? There you go. Boom. Massive. There's so much utility here, guys. There's that U word. Utility. Let's go. It's just really all going to be about to how creative you can be in understanding what really the technology is here. I think that that's what the athletes that were at VCon, they were trying to understand. How can I use this technology to really continue to grow my brand and get closer to my fans? Yeah, and on that note, um, Alyssa, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, so speaking of G-Funk and Pixel Vault, so they actually announced exclusively for the first time ever at VCon, Pixel Vault signed a deal with Dana White and the UFC. They are going to create comics of UFC fighters, and they also signed a deal with Major League Baseball to bring in some players. Uh, I can't name names yet, uh, but I got some ideas of some baseball players, and they're going to create these NFT comics of these athletes. Uh, Alyssa, we've watched punks, I mean, dominate kind of that NFT comic market. What do you think of that news bringing in the the athlete space? Smart. Smart, genius, genius, big brain, big brain, (laughs) for the win. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, even big sports like moments, right? Yeah. Wouldn't it be fun to give them in a comic kind of way, right? Like maybe it's a perfect game in baseball. Winning the Super Bowl, this full season as one comic, right? The the journey of Odell Beckham to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Started as a Brown. You know, yeah, then, I was going to say, do a Matt Stafford one. I got out of Detroit, and now I won the Super hey, Bowl. You see? Perfect yeah. example. And, <laughs> I mean, we, we eat that stuff up in sports. Yeah. We love hearing the journeys of, of athletes, especially when they come from, like, let's say, perfect Matt Stafford, like you said, from no success or maybe little success. He had a little to, success. 
I mean, in the NFL, we'll, we'll yeah. put it in the NFL to at least in the degree that we're looking at yeah. and going to a Super Bowl, right? We all yeah. love to see that journey. You know what I mean? Um, and that's what it's really about. These athletes are, are going to eat this alive. I think it's going to take a little bit more in sports to really show up. But I think that's a good thing, too, right? Because we don't yeah. want to be, you know, misled. So let's let these athletes figure it out. Before we share um, details on who we interviewed and what videos uh, people have to look forward to, uh, Alyssa, what questions do you have from, you know, the outside looking in for, for Mitch and I about VCon? Anything you're curious about um, or want to know that uh, we could answer here for you and for the audience? Um, I just have questions about the people you met. I don't want to like drop. I don't. Yeah, we'll I don't go know. for it. You can. You can, let's start. Just ask, ask away. How warm and bubbly is Klein? <laughs> hmm. I think I can jump on this a little bit. Yeah, because I, I, you know, one of the things is I've seen the cool cats before, right? And and Alyssa knows that I've mentioned it to her before that I've liked them at least the art wise, but I never really knew the founders, right? Let's just be honest. I'm just going to be as real as I can be. And then meeting them in person and then just actually, like I talk about, I think one of my biggest things is trying to match founders with the project and do the founders truly represent the project and vice versa, right? Because I think it's important because I think you can only fake for so long until people realize that, hey, this isn't really you, you know what I mean? And then, so one thing I can clearly tell, and, and uh, Alyssa saw the picture that I had, I, I got really up close and I could just feel the sense of vibe from Klon. I mean, you get that immediate loving feeling. Um, another feeling that I got immediately was just how honest and true to the yes. project the artist was. And, he was wearing this like uh, this jacket. I, I don't know if you want to share the picture, Alyssa. I'm, but... I'm pulling up. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he had this jean jacket on, yeah, and it clouds, was yeah. loaded. Yeah. It was wow. loaded. I mean, and you get this like even from the picture. I mean, how do you not smile when you see a guy like this? And I think that that's what matters. A lot of this this project brings a lot of happiness, true happiness. I think we all need that, right? Yeah, yeah I, I've always want. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like as soon as you enter the presence of Klon, cool cats, it's just you feel yeah. warm and fuzzy. And, and we did. And I mean, I feel honored. Like, we, we literally, we got to hang out with, with Klon and Elu for quite a while on, on Sunday. And, and we did an interview, right? We sat down and that interview, I can't wait for everyone to see because it was so chill, right? We're just having a conversation back and forth, right? There happened to be a cam there happened to be a camera, but we're just chatting. I mean, I got to ask Klan who his starter Pokemon was, right? Just hey. like we asked Elu when he was on the show, right? That's fun. That's cool. Yeah. Um, he also shared on the main stage during his panel a really heartwarming story. I mean, he created Blue Cat back in 2013, Alyssa. We didn't have NFTs, right? Yeah, he he had to stop doing what he loved and get a different job and put Blue Cat down because there wasn't a market for it. Yeah, there's that picture there, right? Even when the road gets tough, never stop believing in yourself. And he said that he said a lesson not to give up and the NFT space 
is bringing so many opportunities for artists, for creators. I mean, Gary Vee said that in his opening too. Like how many of you were creators as kids? How many of you drew? You didn't want to read a book in school. You just wanted to draw. You wanted to create a story, create an idea. Like that was cool to talk to Klan about, right? And and, and also Elu, right? I mean, they, they've been friends even before there was NFTs, right? And as soon as NFTs hit, you know, Elu is like, hey, Klan, we got to make Blue Cat into an NFT. Like this, this, this is it. This is what we've been waiting for. And I can't wait for you guys to see, you know, that interview with those guys. Uh, Mitch, the other great interaction we got to witness from the outside, right, that I think Alyssa would appreciate here is we interviewed Betty from Deadfellas, right? Betty actually doxxed herself at VCon. So everyone got to see what she looks like. But I had no idea that Klan and Elu had never met Betty in real life. Really? They've They've talked over text. They've talked in Discord. We got to witness them meeting in person for the first time and we were able to get some pictures some video and that was a really cool event i'll let mitch uh, jump in here mitch uh wasn't that sweet to to watch yeah you know this, there's this, the picture of, there yeah one of the great things of uh is, is watching the experiences of these guys that you know have really brought up the nft industry all come together and you can tell they truly appreciate each other and what they're put in and, and the time that they put in. Um, and I think that's, that's that's something that's important, right? We need more collaboration. We don't need projects trying to hate on each other, but love each other and push each other to continue the industry. Yes, 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 yes. Alyssa, what other questions uh, before we wrap here and share more on uh, interviews? Um, if someone showed up and had no clue what an NFT was, would they know by the time they left? Like, oh, I think absolutely. I, I think a lot about utility, a lot about community. And I think there was people there that didn't know, right? Because if you owned a VFriend Series 1, you got a plus one. You got to bring someone. So, I mean, we saw people that got to come along probably wanted to be there because of the celebrities and didn't know nfts i think they know nfts now mitch what would you say yeah i would i would say what i i mean and this word's been thrown around for vcon but it truly and truly felt like a family reunion and if you weren't part of the family now you were um (laughs) which is the important part right i mean we all want to feel like we have togetherness and i feel like man that's what this world really needs is more yes. togetherness, not separation. Yeah. So I think it, it was a great place to be. And not only did you kind of get, okay, what NFTs are, but also let's just be honest. A lot of the guests that were in panels that spoke at the conference let you know, yeah, we're in for a rough time, but that doesn't mean that you turn away from things. If anything, you can work harder, and this is going to be an opportunity for everybody out there that was at VCon or listening to this now or learning about the space to go ahead and take your shot. Yeah. Have no fear. You know, and I think that's one of the things that they gave off a lot is not only is it, you know, a good opportunity and it has been and it made a lot of money. But yeah, even though we're going through a rough time, that's the perfect time when you should be getting your foot in in the Web3 space to really figure out how this next drive is going to come. 
And when it comes, you're more than ready. You're out there. And I Definitely. think that's a very important thing. Um, just want to touch on one last thing before we get into what interviews we saw. And it was something that really blew me away was the trailer for Stoner Cats. Yeah. Uh, Mina Kunis. Uh, let's just say I'm going to be watching the show. And that's yeah. going to be one of them. Um, the biggest thing for me is I think adult comedy, right? We all we all watch adult comedy. It might have started with South Park. It might have been Family Guy. It could be Cleveland, whatever it may be, right? Whatever you like. Um, that's one thing that I think is definitely gonna just take off. And I'm like, man, where's my stoner cat? I want one. <laughs> Yeah, and that was cool, right? We saw the trailer for Stoner Cats and also that other show, uh, The Gimmicks, right? That had that South Park vibe to it. I mean, let's face it. Like, we got to watch Mila Kunis talk about dick punching on stage because that's part of the plot of that show, oh, The Gimmicks. Deal. So, it's a big deal, the dick punch. I mean, like, again, the, these shows, like, these these people who have been in the entertainment space for decades are seeing the value of getting into NFTs. And I mean, I, I just think that's exciting. Spike Lee, Kevin Smith were both there, right? They talked about just NFTs. Just get ready, man. Like, yeah, it, it's insane. Alyssa, what other questions you got before we before we wrap here? Man, I don't know. <laughs> no more there's questions. So much. There's, I mean, there's a lot of questions, but head empty right now. It's just really All cool right. to go. So, so Mitch, so we shot some video while we were there. I got more articles coming, so stay tuned to Benzinga. I'll be writing up recaps of, you know, that Snoop Dogg panel, Mila Kunis panel, uh, Eva Langoria panel, um, all these different uh, speakers. But we also did some sit-down and stand-up video interviews. So yep. we'll be releasing videos over the next couple weeks. We talked to uh, Avery Akinetti from Vayner NFT. We talked to Betty from Deadfellas, right? We talked to Elu and Klan from Cool Cats. We talked to Frankie from Sup Ducks. We said sup. Sup, sup, uh, sup, sup. We talked to Rob Petrozo from Rally, the fractional investing company where you can own shares of a board ape for like less than $10, right? That's super exciting for the space. Um, I feel like I'm leaving someone out before we get to the big name of course um but yeah we all art box art blocks eric uh we talked to g from pixel vault right those were two really cool interviews two guys i've interviewed before but got to meet in person let me touch that art blocks honestly their panel actually truly impressed me they're coming from a person that was and and i could be honest when i first started i mean the doodle for me wasn't doing it but when I heard more and more about the yeah. pixel art and how they're doing it and how they're working it in there and what's going really on at Artblocks, whoa, they're, they're on another level. Let's just say they're on another level. I feel like they understand NFTs probably more than most. Let's just be honest. Yeah, yeah and I think, I mean, Eric was a little early to the game. He, he owned a bunch of CryptoPunks. He launched Artblocks, which really was like the first generative art collection. You heard me say it in the opening, right? Artblocks, there it is on screen. It is number five all time by sales volume. One point two six billion dollars. There's a reason. And also Snowfro, Eric, designed the VCon tickets, right? So if you own a VCon ticket NFT, 
It has a design done by Eric himself, so that makes that a collectible. Um, we also interviewed Gary V. There it is right there. Look at that. That's Snow Froze work right there. Wow. He designed the letters. They're all different. Uh, we got unique tickets. Um, but Gary V, guys, if you want to hear from Gary V, you want to see his part of his keynote, you want to hear what he had to say to my questions, we we got answers. We'll have that interview coming out soon. So you definitely want to stick with Benzinga for NFT coverage. Mitch, anything else to add about VCon? Um, the biggest thing that I would say is that if you ever thought, you know, and, I, and I'm sure you've heard, you know, NFT is a scam or something and um, these things are going all going to zero and, and you're going to hear a lot of, well, crypto isn't real or whatever it may be. I can tell you right now, as a person that one of my biggest things, and you guys see it when I stock trade, is, is picking up trends, right? Um, whether that be uh, looking forward to EV or looking towards whatever may come in the future. When we talk metaverse, right, this, the problem here is going to be all about what you see the metaverse being. And I think that the important part there is not trying to determine how you see it, but just determining how the technology is actually going to be used and implemented. Um, this technology is not fake. Let's just be real. Technology isn't fake right and so it's all about how you use technology and take it to that next level i think that when the first crypto wave came yes cryptos went up and they came back down right and then the second wave is really where we got the nfts why because that brought more utility to the coins the cryptocurrency and i think when we get to wave three which, you know, it, it, we might go through a little rough time here, but I definitely do think we'll go to a wave three. And that wave three is going to be all about now taking the NFTs and connecting them to the cryptocurrency coins. And once that really does happen and there's the full connection, it's going to be all about how it's going to be almost like, how do you not connect yourself on blockchain? How do you not have NFT? How do you not have a community-based business? You're missing out. And I think this is one of the things that early adopters are going to be able to get. They already are making their money. Now, what we don't want to be is part of the late majority. There's always the late majority. And I think that this show itself, the roadmap, gives you that opportunity to understand that you do have that opportunity to get there early versus being there late. It's up to you guys to determine what opportunities you want to go after, but is Web3 here to stay? 150% guys, and may I missed out some NFTs? Yeah, I may have missed out on some. We're still early. But that's not mm -hmm. gonna stop me. We are still, still way early. This is inning two, maybe three. There's still six more innings if you like the baseball analogy. And go. with that being said, it's up to you, really. And don't stop yourself. Don't think small. Look for bigger teams. If you want to be a part of a team and you want to go ahead and build in this space, or maybe you want to build something yourself, don't let yourself be held back by what? What did Pharrell say? We're all powerful. We can all create 
We all have the ability. And if anything, this is helping you get there. So go ahead and do so. Definitely. Well, Mitch, thank you for the kind words about the roadmap. And thank you for joining us on the show. This was so much fun. I, I had a blast with you at VCon, of course. I mean, you're, you're like a brother to me. I love hanging out. But we also got down to yeah. business. We kicked ass. We got all those interviews done. We met a ton of people. And I can't wait to share that with the world, right? I can't wait for you guys to see these interviews. Mitch, thank you so much for joining us on the roadmap today. Go ahead, smash that like for Mitch if you have not already done so. Uh, appreciate you, brother. Yep. See you next time, guys. And get tune in, guys. These interviews were great. And another thing that's going to come out of this is just wait till we get these guests back on to the roadmap. All right. I mean, Alyssa, that was a blast, right? That was fun. Uh, we got to hear about VCon. <laughs> from Mitch, uh, you know, again, Mitch doesn't know the NFT space as well, right? It was really cool to hang with someone to see them really buy in and believe and see the community in full force. Uh, what do you think of, you know, all the different things that, that Mitch had to say here? It's bullish. I agree with everything Mitch is saying though. Like it's, we're early, we're definitely early and him being there and experiencing it all. It's nice. <laughs> um, I agree with Mitch. I don't know. It's just nice. And I know everyone else is kind of like that probably because you said there's plenty of people who probably showed up to VCon who didn't know what a v, um, yeah. an NFT is. It's Yeah. It's and nice. I mean, it, sometimes, you know, it it's uh, these projects don't love talking about, you know, all the celebrities, right, who maybe bought their NFT, right? But like, again, an event like this, that has celebrities, big names that come out on stage and say, hey, I didn't know what an NFT was until someone showed me. Now I know, and I know the utility, the community that it can provide. And that's why I'm pivoting away from traditional and going to NFTs. I mean, I think those are big statements. Yeah. Um, what I like to see is more artists um in the space because i know yep. there's a lot of like negative light on nfts but i think as we go like forward less um rug pulls will happen and more established people come in and stop scamming people <laughs> definitely definitely and then that was a big part of econ too right we talked education we i mean we had ledger there right talking about security uh, I mean, we had Seth Green talk about how he lost his board ape, right? He just got mm -hmm. his board ape stolen because he fell for one of those scams of clicking on links to to mint something for free, right? So we really did learn too. And That's like good. again, there was there was people there that own board apes, people there that own you know hundreds of thousand dollars worth of NFTs that probably learned something sitting there listening to these people talk. So. So many takeaways. I, I can't wait to share them all with everyone via these articles and these videos. Um, you know, Alyssa, thank you for hopping on too. I know the chat loved seeing you today. So my shout out to Mitch and to Alyssa for today's show. Um, Alyssa, anything to add before we wrap here? Um, we go live every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are bringing on a lot more people to interview these projects like like chris and mitch said repeats of past projects they're coming on and i've been reaching out to a lot more 
I have a few booked and you guys are going to like it. I think I'm just going to leave it right here from uh, my man Zunaid saying Alyssa for Ooh. the win. So uh, <laughs> shout out uh, the roadmap Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, thank you for everyone who tuned in live is watching after the show aired or listening to us as a podcast. We appreciate your support. Stay tuned if you're watching live pre-market prep at the close coming up next, talking about all the big news in stocks and crypto. Take care, everyone, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye.